Women's Power to Heal Mother Earth I am Maya Tiwari Feminine and Masculine Principles The lines have been made blurred. You've heard me talk to the mother wound. In order to understand the lack of unification or the damage and hurt that has been done to our male, female, masculine, feminine principles, we will once again take a look at the mother wound. This is profound. The mother wound is endemic in the entire planet. From time unknown, while the moors of patriarchal power has had a profound and devastating impact on Mother Nature, her earth, ocean, and the entire environment between earth and sky, where every creature, human being on her living planet earth is affected, we can trace the mother wound to the very origin and onset of life on earth. As we pummeled over centuries into the abyss of the darkscape, we find ourselves damaged, broken, disassociated from the root calling of our primordial feminine and the primeval masculine nature. At the very core, the primordial feminine energy has been perverted, and as a result, this dissonant reality has swarmed over our health, well-being, sentiency, intelligence, not only of the woman, but also the welfare of men and all living creatures in nature. For this, we need to understand the primordial feminine. We need to understand that it is the inescapable reality, the immutable reality that has given birth to the earth, to the planet that we live on, and therefore cannot be renegotiated according to modern neoliberalism patriarchal systems, or the matriarchal systems for that matter. The primordial feminine, primordial masculine, and I call it one, so I will say, is beyond the state of where we can manipulate original truth. But we can certainly manipulate the concepts, the actions, the activities, and all else that has brought us to this point in history where we have a problem. In Vedic wisdom, and I often re refer to the Vedic tradition, it is one of my birth, but it is also an ancient most tradition that has given so much knowledge, wisdom, to the constructs of our universe and the construct of consciousness. But in this tradition, the ancient Vedic 
tradition that is. The universal construct of consciousness is demonstrated through the unification of two principles as one, Shiva and Shakti, which represents masculine and feminine. What is brilliant in the analogy of the Ardha Nareshwari, which is an idol, but it's also the manifestation of the inseparable principles we are talking to. As an author, B.N. Ravesh, describes in his brilliant article, Ardha Nadeshwara, Brain and Psychiatry, he says that the modern world has come to understand the concept of Ardha Nadeshwara as it aspires to resolve the paradox of the opposite into a unity, not by negation, but through positive experiences in our lives. The matching of opposites produced the true rhythm of life. We really need to understand this because this is a very important imperative to where we must go as we head into our unknown future. The Shiva Shakti principle we can say Shiva masculine principle and Shakti feminine principle is knitted carefully, meticulously into the threads of the network of universal consciousness. We cannot separate them. And in attempting to manifest actions that appear to be separate from this principle, we can contribute the massive destruction, disorder, disorientation, precisely to what we have done with this innate beauty, truth of life. This principle transcends the distinction between male and female. It takes us to the over-goddess-ship or the over-lordship of the beyond of the beyond gender. It takes us into the absolute reality, which in Sanskrit we call Brahman. It shows us the dynamic and the creative Shakti with the static Shiva. Without Shakti, there can be no manifestation because there can be no movement. Without Shiva, the consciousness remains dynamic but not pelted into manifestation. Shiva is formless. Shakti manifests all forms and as one they exist in the terrain of absolute purity. The unification, the union, the inseparable principle of consciousness. The repair that we must do to the harms in our the whole of humanity to bring back the unification of Shakti Shiva or Yin Yang we must pay primary attention 
to restoring the primordial feminine energy of Mother Earth. This is our form foremost direction, task and awareness. The maternal value for sustaining, safeguarding, nourishing and nurturing life on Earth cannot be devalued or dismissed any longer. And that is the Shakti principle. The Shiva principle comes into its own form of alignment once the Shakti principle is restored. And we'll talk more about that as we move along in my books and also in my podcasts. For so many centuries, we have witnessed a breakdown of this maternal memory, the erosion of the Shakti force, central to the regenerative power that safeguards our ability to heal wounds and maintain our creative force on Earth. This breakdown is not only reflected in the condition that men and women are in today, that our animals and our lands, our sky, our rivers, ocean, and everything in between is at risk because of the breakdown of the Shakti principle. And therefore, as a result, the immobilization, the further deterioration of the Shiva principle. We'll get back to that. Our communities are packed with immense levels of pathologies. Women and daughters are largely unaware of their own feminine nature, men of their own masculine nature. The well-being of Mother Earth, every species or forest, river, sky, earth all depend on the restoration of the primordial feminine power, vital for wellness of the women, children, men and community at large. Now the primordial feminine power does not belong only to women but women are largely and mostly affected by its deterioration because we are birth givers, we are the mother, we are the mother principle, we are the maternal principle, and so on. Shakti energy is the central focus in our consciousness, all of our consciousness, and our happiness. It contains the memory and the imprints of our divine nature in the divine feminine. And it is carried into its activity in the state of the womb of every female species on earth. Much more than giving birth to the ability to heal, to nourish, to nurture, to gather food, to worship, to give birth to humanity through our work, ideas, art, creativity, music, dance, and so on, both of which, both genders are so involved. Through the power and the essential essence of Shakti, women are the direct emissaries of the divine feminine. And as such, we direct the understanding of our womb towards its divine function, which is to bring nurturance and healing to planet Earth. Women must take the helm. 
because the helm of our world, our planet, our earth is led by the Shakti force. In the Hindu tradition, which comes from the Vedic ancients, the unbroken energy of embracing the goddess in multitude forms millions of temples in India has been known to be fostered by men and women both whose hearts are awakened to the divine feminine or to the Shakti force. Throughout time, our sages and saints and mystics, men and women, have been indivisible in their posture that holds both Shakti and Shiva together. They recognized that the Shakti power within themselves had been invoked. And this is the energy we must all now invoke to create the profound healing miracles that we need in our world today. From the onset of conception of this universe, to birthing a child, to birthing life, creativity, sentiency, the Shakti force is pivotal. At the basic biological level, this force materializes in the way the mitochondria DNA controls the process of life. In humans, the mitochondrial DNA is inherited from the mother because an egg cell has many more mitochondria than a sperm cell. Mitochondria are semi-autonomous organelles depending on the host cell for their existence, meaning the material DNA gift hones the structure and movement of the sperm program to swim undistracted to the egg, thereby coalescing to create newborn. From the beginning of time, the Shakti force in women and nature have paid the price for humanity's thriving with its blood, tears and guts. That is, until patriarchy began to rule supreme. Human societies weren't always male-dominated. This perennially switched this perennial switch occurred over many eons where wars, violence, defenders and usurpers of faith-based ideology proliferated. And what I mean to say here is that the break away from the maternal, from the devotion to the maternal, from the respect of the feminine, from the absolute grandeur of the maternal force, that deviation came when our masculine principles and energies became focused on wars, violence, domestication, the development of agriculture, development of technology. When we became farmers, we began the domestication process not only of lands, forests and animals, but of our women and our children and our seeds and of nature herself. In other words, 
As patriarchs, we stake claims to the superiority over primordial feminine force of Mother Nature herself. The clichés of classical philosophy glean from the sovereignty of the Far East, imprinted an indelible misconception into the minds of all of civilization. The notion that men govern the outer world while women govern the home. Well, this concept can be understood because men are much more physiologically stronger than women and women give birth. We need to re-examine this. Some scholars pointed out that about 6,000 years ago, that's about 4,000 BCE, when the concept of fatherhood took root as the beginning of the spread of patriarchy, male sentiments of the Far East replicated themselves deeply into the moors of Western civilization, implanting, imprinting its biased ideology far into the future of modernity. To glean a prescient understanding of gender domination, inequality, bias and imbalances, let us explore the pure nature of humanity through the immutable lens of Shiva Shakti, the masculine and feminine nature bonded into one, as represented in this exquisite analogy from the Vedas of Ardha Nareshwara, half woman, half man. Veneration of the goddess God as both the two aspects of the same mutually dependent upon each other. We must reclaim this magnificent core of wisdom by reorganizing our lives through the way that we approach Mother Nature and all of our activities in her is one of the most cardinal ways that we can restore the supremacy of the maternal force, the supremacy of the primordial masculine force together, not equal in its dispensation of service to Mother Earth, but as dedicated, as venerated for the goodness of our humanity. As we put that back into play, Shiva Shakti, the unification of male and female, the working together, the understanding that Women alone are not responsible for removing the mother wound and men alone are not responsible for annihilating the patriarchal system. We need change that is so deeply moved by an understanding that is so grand. What is important is that we understand what it will take to move forward in harmony to heal and make whole the maternal life force and the paternal life force for each and every person. First, we must reclaim the feminine energy necessary 
to restore wholeness, love, joy within, because it is only the maternal force that can manifest consciousness. And it is only the Shiva force, the masculine force, that can hold this incredible beauty and manifestation in a place of stasis and balance. The complex internal dynamics associated with the balancing of both the Shiva and Shakti energies, with the total understanding of the maternal force within which there is no Shiva energy, that we must understand. It is not that women are at the helm and at the forefront. Women at the helm imitating patriarchal values do us so much harm as well. Men sitting back idly and not taking on the form of Shiva to protect the maternal force is also equally as destructive to nature, to the pure nature of where we're going. Let us work together. Let us work together to create a beautiful earth again by understanding the maternal force, by restoring her to her victorious glories, and by analyzing and dispensing with all of the violence from the patriarchies that destroy Mother Earth. And we will continue on with this conversation at another time. Thank you for listening. Peace be your journey.